0: Welcome to the Project Fitness Podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life. Fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life. However, it's not easily obtained and anyone who says different is just plain wrong. Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. Welcome to another episode of the Project Fitness Podcast 10-minute how-to's. And today in 10 minutes, I'm going to teach you how to handle adrenaline so you can get better sleep. This concept came to me uh, just last week. I play in an old-timers basketball league. Um, we're all past our prime, but we still like to get together and play. And I had a game about 9 p.m. last week. Came home, was all fired up. We won the game by 35. We smashed them. It was a good game, and I was just fired up, and I couldn't sleep. Uh, and my mind was racing. I was replaying the games, going through it, through it. Didn't sleep very well. Couldn't fall asleep. Woke up the next day, and then I was tired. And I knew exactly why. I had a game the night before. But then I started thinking about, well, why couldn't I fall asleep? Why did I not stay asleep? Why was my mind racing as I continued to go on? So that was on my mind for a few days. And then I had a case with a current client that I coach. And a similar thing came up wakes up exhausted every day, has no energy. We looked at, you know, her exercise program. We saw that probably nothing too extreme. We looked at her nutrition, eats fairly healthy, um, but would always wake up exhausted. So then I started thinking about a similar concept of adrenaline. My body had gone through adrenaline with training and with uh, the game. And I said, I wonder if she's going through. So I started checking in to figure out, how do you know? Well, Adrenaline rushes are real. Adrenaline's a hormone that your body makes. It happens when we tend to go into a sympathetic nervous system or known as a fight or fight, fight or flight, when our body has to really pay attention to something because we might be at risk of injury, risk of, of dying. So things that will happen is your blood pressure will increase, your resting heart rate will increase, your pupils will dilate, you'll be able to focus at a much higher rate, your body will start dumping out a bunch of cortisol as well. And that allows you to focus on something. If you need to escape a predator, if you need to to fight for your life, that's what adrenaline does. But we don't live in that society on a regular basis. Sometimes it happens at night, you can get these adrenaline rushes. So if you've got a mind full of thoughts, might be anxious, even just worrying about something can stimulate your body to release adrenaline and other stress-related hormones like cortisol, which is known as our stress hormone. But cortisol should be released in its highest amounts first thing in the morning. That's when you roll out of bed and you're fully awake and you're alert and you're good to go. That's, that's cortisol doing that for you. Sometimes it happens at night, but it shouldn't happen at night. So why could it happen at night? Well, it could happen at night because maybe some things you're doing throughout your day that are causing you to do that. Like me playing basketball, the nervous system could be all jacked up in the evening. If you train later in the day, later in the evening, that could also cause that to happen. So one thing you could do if you find that you wake up exhausted all the time and you work out late at night work out earlier in the morning, you could also change the type of workouts you do. If the workouts you do tend to be high intensity, so you're lifting really heavy, that's really gonna stimulate your nervous system to be more in the sympathetic state. Contrast to the parasympathetic state, which is also known as rest and digest. This is when everything is calmed down. Your blood pressure is low. Your resting heart rate is low. Your breathing is slow. Your digestive system can work quite well. You're resting in this state. You work out earlier in the day, When nighttime comes around, you'll be able to be in that parasympathetic nervous system easier. Now, let's say you do work out at night. What you could do is you could change the way you work out. If you say you'd like to do exercise like the deadlift, the deadlift is, you know, the bars on the ground, you pick it up in conventional style versus a hybrid or sumo, the wider stance position, regardless, you're lifting some heavy weight. So if you're lifting your body weight or two times your body weight, even up to three times your body weight that's going to be a big stimulus on the nervous system. So what you could do is you could remove that exercise, remove any of the exercises that require a lot of weight in relation to your body weight. This could also be the form of a rack pull, a trap bar deadlift, a heavy Romanian deadlift. These are exercises that the body can load pretty darn heavy in contrast to your body weight. What you could also do is just change the way you do the reps instead of doing heavy reps, heavy threes, heavy fives, heavy sixes, heavy ones even, go to more fatigue-based training. Use tempo. Reduce the weight. Give yourself higher rep, higher reps and shorter rest periods to exhaust the muscles, exhaust the body through <sighs> versus you no know, one big pow and wow when you're done. So you can change how you exercise, whether it's time of day or change uh, the rep protocol in the weights lifting. The other thing you could do is you could support more um, restfulness with your nutrition. So the client that I have eats quite healthy, but is on more of a low carbohydrate-based diet, moderate fat, moderate protein. The carbohydrates she tends to have are usually revolving around her training and are low in complex carbohydrates. So what we can do is we can switch that. We can take complex carbohydrates and we can put them just before bed, 40, 50 grams, some of small, maybe higher amount, 50 to 70 grams for someone a little bit bigger. So, you can put those just before bed, maybe an hour before bed. Because what happens is when your body consumes complex carbohydrates, your body then also produces insulin. Insulin goes up, complex go in, insulin goes up. But another hormone must go down when insulin goes up. Can you guess what that hormone is? That hormone is cortisol. So, if you're the type of person who goes to bed at night and your brain's all jacked up, you're pumping out that cortisol. If you take complex carbohydrates before bed, Insulin goes up, cortisol goes down. So then your body's able to produce more melatonin, which helps you fall asleep. Then you can fall into deep sleep and stay in deep sleep at a longer rate. What you could also do is add in a little bit of coconut oil. From there, you get MCTs, medium chain triglycerides. Those are types of fat that are really good for your brain. can help calm down your brain too, which in turn tells cortisol, take a seat, young man, it's not your turn. Other things you can do to help sleep in this scenario and kind of combat the adrenaline is slow down your body. You can do this with breath. You can do slow breathing activities just before bed. Ideally, when you're lying in bed, because you are already in a supine position, your body's good to go. You can do slow breath work, breathing through your nose, not your mouth, into your diaphragm. So if you can picture this lying on your back with your hands on your stomach, with your lips zipped, you inhale through the nose, feel the diaphragm expand as your hands are on your stomach and your stomach goes up. Your inhalation for two seconds. Your exhalation for three. Inhalation for three. Exhalation for four. and so forth. And if you continue to do that, you will fall asleep quite easily. Just like the sound of my voice is probably making you wanna fall asleep right now, but using breathing techniques like that is very beneficial for calming your nervous system, flipping you from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic nervous system to get a better night's sleep. There's an app out there called Primed Mind, P-R-I-M-E-D, M-I-N-D, before bed. That could be a good variation that you could use. So again, just to recap, for someone who has a lot of adrenaline um, throughout their body, where they're producing a lot of cortisol, it could be caused by training too close to bedtime. It could be caused by the type of training you're doing throughout the day. You can combat that by changing your timing of the day, changing the style of training you're going to do to the day. You can also look at working with your breath and trying to flip from the sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight, to the parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest using slow inhalations and even longer exhalations. So that is my 10-minute how to address adrenaline when you're going to sleep. Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. If you've learned at least one thing from this podcast and your mission is to help other people, please share this podcast with them. And a reminder we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year. So make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life and thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.